This is a Federal News Network podcast. More than half of the employees at the Agriculture Department's two research bureaus that have been asked to relocate say they'd rather quit than move to Kansas City. Employees at the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture had until July 15th to accept relocation orders or reject them. The numbers aren't pretty, and they're prompting more concern from congressional Democrats about the upcoming move. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to break down how many employees are expected to move or leave and what it all means. And let's start with the numbers. Give us some of the figures on who's staying, who's quitting, and how much we know. Well, the Agriculture Department told us last week that 72 of 171 employees given reassignment notices at the Economic Research Service had accepted and 99 had declined them. So that's about 58% of those who were given orders to move have rejected that those orders. And then at the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, it's a little bit worse. To date, 73 NIFA employees have accepted relocation and 151 of them have declined. So that amounts to about 67% of those who were asked to move have rejected the move. And we know that the total ideal workforce for both of these bureaus doesn't quite add up to those numbers that I just gave you. We don't know exactly why, but we're led to believe that many employees have left in between the time that the relocation was generally announced that, yes, they'd be moving somewhere, they just didn't know where, and the current date. So it doesn't quite add up to a full workforce or even the full numbers that USDA said when it announced this move last month that, yes, we'd be moving to Kansas City and here are the totals. Sure. So there's a clear signal, though, coming from the workforce. Hell no, we won't go. You could put it that way. Um, You know, in the meantime, I think this has caused some concern for Congress. And interestingly enough, USDA, though, doesn't seem to be too concerned about some of these numbers. And in fact, they say, well, you know what? We expected it. Scott Hutchins is the deputy undersecretary for research, education and economics at USDA. And he responded to many questions from members of the Senate Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry Committee just a couple days ago. Ma'am, I've never suggested that we would not lose expertise. I have been part of uh, some major moves in the past, uh, some large mergers and so forth, and they're never easy, and there's always a large attrition with that. And there's, uh, you know, good personal reasons for that. People are making choices. In this particular situation, every employee uh, has been offered a job. I've never been through one of these where there was no workforce reduction in Mm -hmm. in the context of uh, mandated. So that opportunity is there. The numbers that came from this were not at all unexpected. We We expect that for these kind of moves. We will be working desperately and uh, deliberately to make sure, as uh, Chairman Roberts has requested, that we do not drop the ball on the mission in the short term. But I want us to keep an eye on the long term. I want us to keep an eye on what the next version, with the expertise that we are retaining, how we build on that, and how we take these agencies to the next level. And the Secretary has committed to reinvest some of these considerable savings, $300 million nominally over the first lease period, in order to allow us to grow these agencies grow their impact and grow their influence and expand the research uh, capabilities. So that's Scott Hutchins, Deputy Undersecretary for Research, Education and Economics at USDA. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. And Nicole, Congress's concerns, I guess, were implied by what he said. That is, could the mission continue? What else are they asking of USDA? So they specifically want USDA to be a little bit more flexible, I think, in how they're handling 
this relocation. So employees, as you mentioned at the top, were supposed to tell USDA by July 15th what they plan to do. And USDA has since said, we expect these numbers to change. Employees can actually change their status at any time between now and September 30th, which is the final deadline when they want everyone to be in Kansas City. But I think the concern from Congress is, well, some employees have some pretty particular situations. There was a group of national capital region lawmakers who cited two employees who were going undergoing health uh, concerns, you know, someone going through chemotherapy right now and asked for more time to make this decision and relocate someone who has multiple sclerosis who had asked for more time. And so they want to see Sonny Perdue, the secretary, grant those extensions to those employees. Senator Debbie Stabenow is the ranking member of the Senate Agriculture, Nutrition and Forestry Committee. And she says USDA is throwing away expertise and experience. She even described, you know, a couple more scenarios of employees who expected to leave and the expertise that was going with them. She says, why the rush? And if there isn't a rush, then maybe the department can consider pushing back the timeline. Now, the administration could keep these experts from leaving by giving employees the flexibility to continue their important work here until at least a permanent location is ready. The administration could extend the deadline for researchers to decide whether they will leave their jobs or relocate themselves and their families to a new city or over 1,000 miles away. Instead, the administration is forcing out its employees with rushed, politically calculated ultimatums designed to derail important agricultural research. And they don't say that lightly. That's Senator Debbie Stabenow from Michigan. She's the ranking member of the Senate Agriculture Committee asking, you know, why are, why are you rushing this along? And she specifically asked about telework. And this is a priority for the unions that are representing ERS and NIFA employees. They say, well, you know, since you don't have a permanent building set up for us, even though you want us to make this move in a couple months, maybe you could allow us to telework until you do have that permanent office space available. And from what you've seen and what you've heard, Nicole, what's the likelihood USDA might actually accommodate some of these delay requests or telework requests? This is tricky. So the Department and American Federation of Government Employees, which has two local bargaining units, one for ERS and one for NIFA, they're expected to continue bargaining negotiations over this very topic today and throughout the rest of the week. They settled on ground rules for these negotiations last Friday And the, you know, I think on one hand you could say, well, the department has agreed to bargain with these unions over this issue. On the other hand, whether or not they agree to use things like telework to extend this, I think that's a different story. Another interesting point is that USDA has said that six new hires have started in Kansas City this past Monday. So they're already hiring people and filling people to to fill this void that we've been describing. It's interesting because... I guess the nature of the work is such that a lot of people feel it can be done in Washington. It's policy development and working on grants to other researchers that are all over the country. It's not like they're out there putting their hands in soil and you not need to be near where the corn is grown. Right. And that's the argument that the employees themselves have made in, you know, many of them obviously disapprove of this move, as we've seen from the numbers. But then also other stakeholders, universities, farm groups that have opposed this move as well. That's the exact argument that they make. 
USDA, though, thinks they can save money and thinks that this mission is better put in the middle of the country. And so there's really competing arguments here. I think Congress is concerned, you know, they're hearing a lot of uh, difficulty that this is bringing to employees, and they just don't see a real rationale or motive to justify the difficulty that they're hearing about. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her stories, her ongoing coverage of this at federalnewsnetwork.com. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.